Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. What are triggers? And do you know yours? In this context, I'm going to be talking more about the day-to-day emotional triggers that we all experience to varying degrees rather than anything related to PTSD or shock trauma or anything like that. So triggers can be all sorts of things. Smells, think your ex aftershave. (laughs) Sounds, um, a particular song that elicits an emotional response. Sights, behaviors, words. It can be internal, like a feeling or a memory, for example. Or they can be external, like the sight or sound or even a particular person. And often they come up when we watch something or we read something or someone says something in conversation and all of a sudden we're in a super heightened emotional state, right? Whether it's sadness, anger, outrage or something else. It's usually totally out of proportion to what's actually just happened. (laughs) And even though to you it's a big thing, other people may fail to understand why sometimes, right? I'm sure you've been in that situation before, you've been triggered. So essentially triggers are something that triggers a response in you, an increase of a particular symptom. So anxiety, for example, or anger, rage. Triggers are linked to our beliefs and values. It can be a trauma response. It can be an ego response, often from unmet needs as a child, where we don't have the capacity to really process the emotion at the time. It's a mental reminder of something that triggers an emotional response. Often a nice strong one, leaving you with a little bit of a, oh, what the fudge actually just happened there? (laughs) Often accompanied by some good old shame thrown in for good measure. So the thing to understand is your brain follows patterns and the familiar, which is why we end up habitually repeating the same behaviors and why it's hard to change it until you make it more conscious. So essentially at the core, what a trigger is, is it's trying to protect you. They're trying to protect you and help you manage life's big feelings, keep you safe from these things. For example, something may trigger anxiety in you, like posting on social media. You may be totally fine one minute. You know you want to post because you feel you should post. But then when you go to post and you just can't press go, you know, your body is all of a sudden flooded with stress hormones and you can't for the life of you work out why something so seemingly simple. There was a lot of S's there. It's so hard for you. But it could also be that being visible is something that is unsafe to you, to your unconscious, to your body, your nervous system. 
perhaps you grew up with being told children should be seen and not heard or being told off or being shouted at for being attention seeking or too loud or something similar along those lines so you learn as a kid that keeping a low profile is what is safe for you so your stress response is triggered when you try and step out from that because it is unsafe so this might lead to avoidance altogether not very handy when you want to have your own business right but it could also be from that same childhood messaging that people being super confident or out there triggers you as well but that it triggers a negative response in you so it could be that you feel like you don't like them or make negative judgments of them because you were taught it was bad to be that way you know often we don't like people because they're, they're triggering something in us it, it's showing us something that maybe is a little piece of what we are at our core uh, or something we've been told is wrong you know this it's it is very oversimplified the way i'm talking about it but just to help you kind of understand so these things that we learn in childhood will always have an effect on our behavior into adulthood and how they show up is completely individual to us but the more you can be aware of them the better so triggers can be really pesky and unconscious obviously so you just don't see it a lot of the time you just repeat the same behaviors and sometimes it can be a bit confusing so i mean why would you look if you don't know to so take relationships is always an easy one people go oh that's what's going on <laughs> we can be very attached to being right and we like to blame when it comes to conflict things like that i didn't do that you did that <laughs> you know your partner does something to your body, it may feel similar to something an, an ex had done to you in the past that hurt you. So you lash out before you even realize you have, yeah? But you're actually not reacting to what's just happened. You're reacting to what happened in the past. You're repeating that, yeah? Making sure that you don't feel that pain again. We are confusing, complicated, and simple creatures all at the same time. <laughs> but it's your brain and body remembering something that it needed to protect you from safety is the name of the game here so it will trigger a response that did work for you at some point it protected you from something but what may have worked when you were a kid may not work now when you're a big old grown-up but it's bringing something from the past into the present moment when it's not really there yeah, it feels like it's there because it's literally, you feel like, hang on a minute, he's shouting at me, this is happening, it's right in front of my face. But it's not that that you're reacting to. The threat feels the same to your body. And this is how conflicts can, can hugely escalate quickly. And the reason I want to talk about this today is that I was being triggered all over the show recently. And it was really interesting to me. I know people have a habit when it comes to personal development and understanding this stuff to, to just get rid of things, but it's not really, it's not about that. These things will come up, but the more you can learn about and understand your triggers, what they are, where they come from, how to navigate them, the easier things get, you know, when 95 to 99% of everything that you're doing is unconscious, it's going to happen, but they will get lesser. So occasionally you are thrust straight into the lion's den of your triggers which is what happened to me and it can be really very interesting indeed <laughs> so i know that one of my triggers is around competition so in a recent situation where there were leaderboards involved and lots of other people shouting about successes 
I caught myself deep in one of my triggers for a moment. Thankfully, I caught it, had a little chuckle and got over myself. But it still got me to start with. And this is my point here. Before that would have consumed me and taken over. Whereas now it, it becomes slightly more entertaining because you're like, hang on a minute. This is why I always tell people to name their egos as well, because it, it takes away that emotional draw to it. Right. So now with a leaderboard, I will go one way or the other. Because in something else I'm doing, I've noticed the leaderboard. And because I'm at the top of that, I've been doing everything. <laughs> so this is what I do. <laughs> I will go one way or the other. So if I'm at the top, I need to do everything in my power to stay there. And there's that anxiety around dropping to number two or three. Yeah, it triggers my not good enough around achievement, which is linked to my relationship with my brother from a kid from when we were young. So that's one way I'll go about it. So it's almost a negative thing for me to be at the top because it'll make me be like, ah, I need to stay at the top, stress. <laughs> or I'll go the other way. If I think I have no chance of being near the top, it gets interesting here. For many people, you can see that competition spurs them on. It, 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 this is what I say is it's so individual. You can see that it drives them and pushes them, which is great. I'm the opposite. Makes me shy away and play small. It makes me think there's no point even trying. So there's some anxiety either way for me. But of course, with the latter, that's not going to really get me anywhere, is it? Right? So I don't like competition. I steer clear of comparing myself. I don't tend to put myself in situations where I will compare myself to someone else. It's a fruitless task anyway. So I'm very conscious of it. So because I'm aware of the trigger, I can manage that pretty easily until there are some situations in life where it can't be avoided, right? But thankfully, I caught myself playing small for a moment. I felt that familiar retreat feeling. I'm, I'm very aware of what it feels like in my body. So I recognized what was going on, took a breath, gave myself some compassion, importantly, called it out and kept moving. I even called it out in the group. I was like, guys, this is really interesting. I've just noticed myself do this thing. And I realized that's bonkers. So I'm calling it out in public. <laughs> so we all have these triggers, right? But they are very, very individual to us. So I'm sharing a couple of mine with you to see if it triggers something for you to remember, you know, see where you might get triggered by something. Because triggers can be positive or negative, right? But you can get to know them, not see them as bad or wrong. You know, thank them from looking after us in the past, but let them know that they're not needed right now. It always feels really weird to say, like, talk back to your emotions, talk back to your ego. But it is incredibly, incredibly effective. You know, business is hugely triggering for a huge amount of people. Yeah, Left, right and centre, there are opportunities for our inner child to be wounded, to need to protect. You know, this could show up in jealousy for other successes. It could be obsessing over what other people are making financially, which is why I'm always encouraging you to, to keep going, whether you want a 10 grand of extra income a year or you want a million pounds. But don't obsess over it. It has to be individual to you. You know, it could be comparing yourself. It could be perfectionism. Our not good enough can be triggered. Our you're too much can be triggered. It's all wounded in a, in a child and ego trying to protect us. You know, some more of mine include anything that might make me feel stupid or unintelligent. Competition. People telling me what to do is a big one for me. 
and that comes from my um, childhood around with my brother uh, but it also comes from my first relationship you know it was very emotionally abusive always telling me what to do so my quick way into reaction mode is for someone to tell me what to do unless I catch it it's a surefire way for me to get straight into reaction mode yeah even my name here's a weird one for you even my name said in a certain way is a bit of a trigger for me so when I was a shy 11 year old I went to a new school I know people I don't believe you were shy I was painfully painfully shy I went to a new school and it was a boarding school so my parents were leaving um that was in Wiltshire and I lived in Berkshire and a girl decided she didn't like my nickname which to me was my name right it was a term of endearment um a name that I loved which was Frankie so actually I could say like my name is Frankie that's how I was known that's how everybody knew me how everybody that loved me knew me but this girl decided she didn't like it. She said, I'm not going to call you that. I don't like it. I'm going to call you Fran, which I didn't like. I never, I actually never liked the name Fran. <laughs> but because I was shy and she was dominating, I just put up and shut up. I didn't stand up for myself. I felt shut down. I felt less than and I felt unable to speak up. I felt like a little piece of my identity was taken away. And it made me even go to the point because she, it made me feel triggered. All of that in me, it made me feel like no one else could continue to call me Frankie. Right? So I've been Fran ever since. So weird as it's, it may seem, it's actually a trigger for me. It creates a little bit of anxiety in me, a little bit of anger. And because again, because I know physiologically what it feels like, I can recognize it. And it's actually very rare that people I'm close to call me Fran. I am Franny, Franola, Franalicious, Franby, Francesca. I'm actually a Francis, so that is a weird nickname. I see that. <laughs> but I'm actually very rarely Fran. So when it's used, it feels very official to me. And I always feel that tiny bit submissive when someone calls me so don't use that against me guys you are welcome to come up to me and call me franny or frankie we're all family here <laughs> so what triggers strong emotions for you what makes you angry sad jealous feel guilty start to notice what goes on for you and you'll start to recognize some of these common triggers are there certain topics that are really uncomfortable to you you know i mean the black lives matter um, has been huge for recognizing triggers in people and money is also a big one for a lot of people for example so where did it come from what exactly is it that it's triggering you can you remember the first time you felt it who was involved where i'm always talking about where do you feel it in your body where do you feel it physiologically what physiological responses can you recognize because they're a good indication for when you're being triggered yeah and it can help you catch it the more you get to know it so what's your go-to response when you're triggered is it shouting arguing is it hiding and avoidance is it crying defensiveness stamping your feet which i'm shamefaced to say is one of mine <laughs> literally hello in a child <laughs> it's ridiculous pay attention and ask what need isn't being met for you in the moment. Is it safety? Or you can do this obviously after the moment. It's always easier to see on reflection to start with. So what need isn't being met for you? Is it safety? Is it autonomy? Is it being liked, disregarded, feeling unheard? Do you feel rejected? The more you, I keep saying this, but the more you can get to know 
your triggers, the more you can catch it and the less they control you. And that's the key, right? That's what we want. We don't want our emotions to control us. So what can we do? Firstly, notice you've been triggered. How triggered on a scale of one to 10 are you? You know, it's really important to learn to regulate your nervous system. And my stress to success meditation that I keep talking about is amazing for this. So head to the show notes or the link in my bio on Instagram and make sure that you grab that. Um, it's a combination of three of my favorite techniques that actually really help calm your nervous system down and get out of the stress response. So do not forget to grab yours. But that's the thing. When you're triggered, when you're in hypo or hyper arousal, the adult in the building has disappeared. <laughs> so pause. Do you need a bit of a time out? Breathe. Deep belly breaths. I always use the four, seven, eight technique or breathing deeply in and then using a longer exhale is another one of my favorites in the moment. And just call it out and recognize it. So stay consciously aware of it. Learn the in the moment strategies that work best for you. So we're all different. So for me, it's the, the breathing techniques I just said, but also noticing any tension in my body and relaxing each muscle one by one. It sounds like it's really hard to do in one of those moments, but it, it's not if you can be conscious to it. But also try to work out where it comes from. Can you remember anything similar in your childhood from a parent, caregiver, sibling, a teacher? Where does it come from? Like what was the first time you felt it? When you can work that out, all of a sudden it makes so much sense. You know, you don't feel broken. That's a tendency that so many of us have, right? When we have these strong emotional responses that we don't quite understand, you feel like there's something wrong with you. Like it's something with you on an identity level. It's not, it's a trauma response, right? And you can get it when you understand. You're like, ah, oh, that makes so much sense. Then you can work with it. By recognizing our triggers, we take some of the control back over our emotions. We are less ruled by them. And we lead with curiosity rather than judgment. Curiosity is literally the polar opposite of judgment, right? So I'm always talking about curiosity. It's one of my core values. When we do all this, our self-talk becomes so much nicer. We have compassion for ourselves and we can choose to not put ourselves in certain situations where we know something like this is going to come up. So start to notice these things for yourself. What is triggering you? Why might that be a trigger in the first place? as always awareness is key and as always i hope that was helpful so any questions just let me know and as always i will see you next week bye so if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one -on -one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. Mm -hmm.